It's all about you. You know we're doing it, and we're doing it again. We're doing it big. We're back with the fire of Women's Empowerment Week. We have had so many phenomenal ladies on this week. The feedback is off the charts. I'm talking about the messages that we're receiving, the compliments that we're getting, women talking about that they're so empowered, they feel so absolutely motivated and inspired, and we're not going to stop. we got another powerhouse woman for you today that is making moves, making waves, and she's making changes. So without any further ado, we're going to get a little drum roll. Carla, Elizondo, how are you? With your drum Hi, roll. Jay. I'm so how well. You? Thank you. It's so I'm good so to glad see to have you here. Same here. You know, we've been having an awesome week and we know it's going to get even better now that you're here. Carla, it's all about women's empowerment. It's all about making a difference, making a change. You know, there's a lot of women that's going to be watching this. We're going to get thousands and thousands of views over the course of the next several months. What do you have to say about who is Carla Elizondo? Where she come from? What's she doing now? Where's she going? Over to you, Carla. Thank you, Jay. Well, hello to everyone. And I'm so happy you're doing this. And I'm so grateful to be a part of it. And all the wonderful women that you've had on here, they're all so inspiring. And I have to catch up and watch them all. So I would say me, I was born and raised in California. Uh, my father's from Mexico, my mom's from California, but her grandfather's from Germany. And so I am definitely have that immigrant blood in me. And yeah, my parents were very blue collar started from, you know, the ground up. And I was raised, um, you know, we ha always had enough, thank God, food on the table, clothes on our back, but raised in a, you know, work hard, those kind of strict paradigms. I was also raised Catholic. We went to church every Sunday, and that's really where I, I got my spirituality and my, my prayer life and, you know, got in touch with myself, which has been a huge part of my life. And then, yeah, just studied and followed the things that I was interested in, philosophy, psychology, theology. Wow. You know what? Um, and you've taken that and you've been able to do some great things. What are some like impactful moments in your life that you say, okay, as a woman, maybe I realized that the, the, the field hasn't been a level playing field. Have you ever caught that? And, and what impact did you make to, to take, to do something about that, Carla? You know what? I have asked my mentors, that women mentors. And to be honest, the feedback that I've gotten and my personal experience, I have not, here's an example. I was, I was going to say, I haven't had any doors shut on me. If I was bold enough to ask for what I wanted, I feel like I've always gotten it. There was one time I would say my undergrad was in film <clears throat> And I remember I had this woman director, I was taking a directing class. And I remember, Jay, you're reminding me of this, my goodness. I was probably 20 or 21. And she was a very talented director. Okay. And I just remember her saying, it was just known in the business of entertainment that women 
aren't really given those directing parts. And she's like, you know how it is. And I'm like, oh my God, that was the first gut punch. Like, cause I want to direct and produce my own stuff. And I'm like, it is a man's world in the entertainment behind the scenes business. As far as like, just directors are men and the producers are men and the people who run stuff in the film and creative industry were men. That's definitely changing. Cause that was 15 years ago. And so we have seen a lot of leaps, quantum leaps and more representation of women, I would say in the film industry as directors. So that is so lovely to see, but yeah, I guess that is an example in, in my own wow. personal experience. You know, and, and it's the reason I bring that out is because someone like you, as strong as you are, you say, hey, I create my opportunities. I make my opportunities, right. but it hasn't been level out there. And then if we just can focus on that, because there's people right now, the feedback we're getting is every time we bring on a powerhouse woman, they go, man, that inspired me because I was going through this or I was going through that. And the reason I was inspired to do this, Carla, is because. I, you know, when my wife found out that she was pregnant back in 2014, we thought we were having a little girl. Oh, I heard you talking about this. Yeah. And so I started thinking like, man, my girl's going to come into this world and how things have, I've seen them personally. And I wanted to do something about it. And one thing that you've done ever since I've been able to watch what you're doing and your consistency, I was like, you know what? That's what I'm talking about being able to present yourself, your posture. So how did you get the mindset that you have, you know, the, to, to bring about the posture that you have on a daily basis, Carl? I would say it's always about keeping your eye on the prize and yeah. focusing on what you can do and focusing on the light because there is dark out there. There are people, forces who believe that, you know, women shouldn't be uncertain, but just... And to answer your first question, what I do, how do I make a difference? I just create my own opportunities. I got my lights. I got my camera. I went to film school. I didn't care. Just create your own stuff. Don't allow the outside world to dictate how you are going to live. And so I would say it's an inside job. It's an inside game. And you have to live from the inside out as opposed to the outside in. Because, of course, there will always be forces or people or circumstances and people, you know, you have to start from somewhere. You don't just go from zero to a hundred. And so you have to keep your eye on the prize and don't let that water into your boat or it's going to sink you. It, you. You have to truly focus. And, and it's hard to do when there's so much st stimulus around us. <laughs> I like this so much stimulus. What a run. We got to use that every time somebody's messing with us. I'm like, you know what? So much stimulus going on here. Yeah, get your water so, out of my boat. No. Yeah, out of my boat. Now, Carla, what do you do on a day-to-day -day basis? Won't you let folks know about what you do and how you might be able to help some of these women that want help from you? Yeah, I would say, Lord. For me, I just speak from my own experience. And I feel like my greatest, the people I love the most speak from their own experience because that's all you know. <laughs> Nobody knows everything. I am my own case study. I study myself and I focus on myself every day. When I was younger in my 20s, oh, I knew what was wrong with everybody else. I could, I knew what she needed. I know what book I could recommend her. It's like, girl, what book do you recommend your own butt right now? And so being my own case study, focusing on myself, going inside, 
know thyself and you shall know the universe and all the gods truly is my creed. And so when I feel myself wanting to go outside of myself in any way, so daily to answer your question, I go inside, I meditate, I pray, I read, I shut out the outside world. And I am, it's a non-negotiable because it's fun and cute to say, I meditate and I do this. It's like, do you really shut it out? And I have been a woman of my word as I've gotten older and it's been a hard lesson, but I would say whatever you've been through, whatever your story is, it is valid. Do not compare it with anybody else. Comparison kills, you know, amateurs compete, professionals create and collaborate. All right. You, you, you only compete with who you were yesterday. So for me, get that quiet time, go inside, pray, meditate, read, study. And what are you doing right now as far as career-wise? So how do you, Carla wakes up every day and then does she have a career or do you just kick your feet up and, you know, take it easy on the beach with umbrella drinks? I mean, what are you doing on a day-to-day basis, Carla? On a day-to-day basis today, I'm a marriage and family therapist. I'm based in LA and I'm a coach as well. I'm a Bob Proctor coach, Proctor Gallagher. And there are so many, as we all know, so many coaches, so many teachers, so many you know, philosophies of life. I love them all. I love Les Brown. I love Tony Robbins. I love Brendan Burchard. I love, um, you know, the old, the classics, Zig Ziglar and, oh my God, Earl Nightingale, Norman Vincent Peale. Like I am a true student of developing myself. And so on a day-to-day basis, with all of my love and passion for, the human condition and how we work as human beings. I, you know, got my, I went back to grad school and became a therapist. So on a day-to-day basis, I see clients. Okay. And I also, that's part-time. And then the other part-time is I have my own coaching practice where I teach and coach and learn myself every single day from my clients. And you know, you said you coach and you teach. So a lot of folks out there are hearing so much about life coaching and, and, and that field if someone wanted to know what that's about and how Carla could help them, what would you say to that person that's listening in going, what's this life coaching stuff about? Yeah, I would say, and I had a really big resistance to the life coach because I am the expert in my own life and you are the expert of your own life. So what I do is I teach people, talk to people, bring them out in a way and teach them how to change their mindset, change their image of their self, change their paradigms, paradigms, their their early programming. And this is something that I obviously learned in my studies of psychology, which scared me a lot at first, just knowing how we are programmed. And you and I have talked about this from zero to eight, that spongy age where our environment, we were genetically and environmentally programmed. So genetics, you know, it is what it is. I have hazel eyes, brown hair, whatever. But environmentally, the messages we were taught from when we were younger, they were good. Some were good, some were bad, some were horrible. We have no control as children over that because we don't have that conscious mind formed yet to you know, accept or reject whatever we want, right? You didn't choose to speak English as your first language. You were programmed, you know? And so to, if things aren't working in their life, if they want to improve on something, Going into the roots of it, I do this with therapy and with personal development. Getting to the root cause of why we do what we do and changing it at the subconscious level. 
that is what I do. And in a nutshell, if you want to find out any more, um, all my links are at Inside Talk Show on Instagram and you can okay. contact me and I'll tell you more. But yeah, it's if you're familiar with Bob Proctor, um, he's been studying this for 60 years. He is right. just, for me, if, if you got white hair and you've been doing something <laughs> for 60 years, I'm here for it. Yeah, Bob, Bob's got that wisdom, man. So people can get a hold of you. How? Make sure everyone knows how to get a hold of you. Yeah. So Inside Talk Show at Inside Talk Show on Instagram. That is where the link for I for all of my stuff is. You can find my content on YouTube from the link there. I have a private Facebook page you can join that I put out content Monday through Friday free every day. It's a community. And I share what I'm learning, what I'm studying. And yeah. And, and I have actually right now, there's one more Thursday left. I do like a mindset and mindfulness Thursdays, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. And it's a Zoom call you can join. And I kind of just teach a little bit either from a psychology aspect or the personal development aspect. And then we do like a, a meditation or a mindfulness, kind of a guided thing, which has been really fun for me. And I just love because the right. more you teach, you know, right. is the right. more I learn. The best teachers are the best students. What does that look like when somebody goes through that? Can you kind of give me an idea? Because I know a lot of women are going, all right, hold on. That sounds good. Mindfulness. And then you take people through that. Can you, can you give us a little snapshot <clears throat> snapshot of how that looks? Yeah. You mean on my like mindfulness and mindset? Yeah. Kind of yeah like, a little, like a little snapshot of that. Yeah. So for example, last night we had our third one and it was really fun. So we talked about getting from whatever we're in a state of consciousness. So for example, something that I struggled with was a poverty consciousness and I call it the watered down soap. <laughs> and I don't know if your wife, Lena can, can relate, but a lot of people can't. So, and this is just, this is not, this is just my experience. So, you know, I am familiar with, you know, Latin, Mexican culture, Latin American culture, and a lot of other cultures. And I, I truly think it stems from early beliefs and, and religious cultures that poverty is virtuous. That if you've ever seen it <laughs> and you have dish soap, you put half water in it to save it because you don't want to use the full dish soap, Jay, because that's a waste and you can save money. That's right. That's right. Why would you use right. full dish soap as it was meant to be used? And this is just a metaphor for a lot of things because you, at the core of it, don't feel like you're worthy of using the full dish soap. So that's something we talked about last night. We take a theory, a concept, a stumbling block for a lot of people. Love it. And then we we switch it. And then I just end with like a, a meditation. I mean, I think that's brilliant because you it's something you're giving everyone a visual. They're picturing it. And then as crazy as it can sound, like some dish soap, my mind went to, yeah, I, I know that little dish soap. You got about that much left. And what do you do? You put that water in there and you no, shake it up. Do it with full bottles. And then they'll buy the cheap dish soap. And, and the, the, they have a little dish there with half water, half soap, and they'll just dip the thing in. A, a lot of people, I'm sure, can relate. And it's just like, what does that say about you as a person that you you don't feel worthy enough to take the full full you know bottle and right. push it on your 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 sponge? Right, you it's just silly, uh, but it's so big. It, it it makes a difference. And so, what would you say to a, a lady out there right now that might be struggling because of the pandemic, and they've been home? And they're trying to figure out what am I going to do with my career? Maybe they lost their job 
I mean, there's been literally millions of jobs that have been just wiped off the board. Lots of businesses wiped off the board. What was someone like yourself that has a successful practice and business going? What, what, what advice could you give to them right now? I would say I didn't work for a few months during the pandemic. And I would say, take it day by day. What's the next best step? First, if you're in, in a state of anxiety or depression, you, you have to deal with that first because you can't keep spinning out and making decisions in a state of fear or depression. Usually when you're in a depressed state, you don't make any decisions and you just stay in that inertia and that overwhelming heaviness of being swallowed by, you know, just discouragement and no hope, hopelessness, really. I would say if you are in a position where you're at home, you've lost your job, you're in any point of loss or pain, I would say first accept it because it's there. A really great book. Oh my gosh, I don't know if you've read it yet. It's The Greatest Secret by Rhonda Byrne. It just came out in December. Oh, yes. And she really, awesome. it's such a therapeutic awesome. book about how we resist our emotions. And so I actually thought, even as a therapist studying this stuff, I would want to vent. And I thought that was healthy. That's not, that's actually resisting. That's taking something and saying, and just throwing it. When really anything we put out comes back to us. It's like a boomerang. So instead of getting it off your chest or venting, even if you, you know, doll it up, it's like, I have a sacred space to vent. That's rejecting it. Venting means getting it out. It's just going to come back. So to do instead, when you're feeling something, to sit with it in the stink of it, to breathe through it and let it dissolve like an Alka-Seltzer tablet. If you have to sit there for 15 minutes and do Lama's breathing, which I have done before, like this is big. It was Christmas time. And I'm like, all right, Rhonda Byrne, let's see if your book works. I'm in my garage, all triggered at home for Christmas holidays. My mom, you know, and I was just like, all right, I'm going to breathe through this. I'm not going to, you know, hit, hit the bottle. That's something. Also, I would say, do not reach for things outside of yourself. If, you know, f we all have our addictions, food, drink, s smoking, whatever it is. If it's something that is harming you, right. don't reach to that. Just sit with it right. and let it pass. Yeah. Man, this is like a power. I know everybody's loving this. On our chat boards, we got some great stuff coming in. Yeah, hey, y'all show Carla some love for what she's she's pouring. I feel like I'm in a therapist session right now, Carla. You know, I created a book that's about to be released called The Power of a Woman from the Perspective of Real Men. Matter of fact, it just came up on the screen. And yeah. people can get the pre-release pre -release of that on powerofawomanbook.com. What do you think about that title? And what do you think about as men? I want to represent real men and talk about the power of a woman. I'd love to get your insights on how you feel about that title. You know, one thing that I realized is, you know, there's a spectrum of, you know, masculine and feminine energy. And we all fall somewhere on that. And I think it's like the yin and the yang. When I am in my most feminine state, I attract masculine, like the alpha. And for a long time, when I was in more of a alpha myself or masculine expression of myself, I would attract more of a feminine male. And so I think that the relationship between not just men and women, but the energy of masculine and feminine 
is one of the most beautiful dances and you can feel it. So I don't know if any of that made sense, but I've noticed that in yes. my life that I would love, I can't wait to read it. I hope you have an audio version because I'm a big audiobook nerd and I, you better, you better be the one that's the voice. We're going to, we're going we're gonna to do, we're going to do both of them. She's like, I got to have my voice. Okay. Now it's another challenge. I love this. Yeah. Yeah. But but I love what you said. It's a dance. It's a beautiful dance. That's really what I want to create with the book. I want to yeah. I want to tear down the walls. Let's get unity. Yeah. Let's 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 edify each other. So I figured, hey, if I edify and promote the power of a woman, maybe women will be able to embrace that and go. You know what? There are real men out there, and then we can inspire other men that are not understanding that power and yeah. that unity. The, you know, because the power of a woman ends up, and when you embrace that, I feel it becomes a unity call. And so I just enjoyed, you know, hearing from you and and, and being able to talk to you and, and and growing our friendship. And so as we start to close this out, Carly, you know, I'm just thinking of the little girl out there that's, you know, that's at home. Because um, I've had these stories and, and, and she's afraid of, of, she's going through a tough time in her house and she's like, all right. And maybe she's about to graduate high school, go into college. What would you say to, to that young girl that hasn't had the most support at home and is about to get out into the real world? Oh my God, Jay, I can get emotional thinking about that because I was that girl. I would say at 12 was the first time I ever got depressed. I, I did feel alone. I had such a loving family and, and a lot of friends. I was charismatic. But if you feel alone and in your teenage years, like I said before, and I can't say it enough, Shh, quiet down, go inside, journal. Listen to that small, still voice. That is your intuition. And I think we all have intuition, but a woman's intuition, I don't know what it is, but it is like no other. Do never deny. I have this affirmation. I am acutely attuned to my intuition and I follow my inner guidance. I say that every day. I am acutely attuned to my intuition and I follow my inner guidance. It will wow. never steer you wrong. And you have to get quiet to hear and feel it. You will feel it. I feel it, man. I just felt that. You know, like listen to your, your inner intuition. And you said journal. Why do you think journaling is so important, Carla? There's something, uh, this is the way I see it. Picture your mind as a ball, a yarn, ball of yarn you know, like a rubber band ball or something all jumbled up and picture taking just one end where to start. It's like, you can be so overwhelmed to look at this big thing in your mind or you feel in your heart, just take a little piece of string, attach it to the end of your pen and just start writing. And it'll start weaving out of your brain. Just it's so cathartic, just onto the paper and unraveling it unravels one thing. Mm. I encourage you to do this wherever you're at every morning, write three pages, do a brain dump first thing in the morning. I don't care wow. if you have it. Like I saw this crazy lady on Jay's show. She said to write, I don't know what to say. She was, you know, whatever. I feel annoying this morning. My leg itches three pages of brain dump, whatever it is. <laughs> do it for so one week. Do it for one week. Your life one will week. change. Wow. That is some powerhouse advice. See, that's why I love having this show. You can pick up all these powerhouses, pieces, of information and inspiration. So Carla, we come to this point of the show that I really don't like. 
because we're going to close it up. But here's what I'm I'm so anticipating. Your final words to our awesome audience is going to watch this, is going to hear about this on our podcast. Some of your powerhouse final words, Carla. Over to you. Find time to get quiet every day. Know yourself and love everybody. Focus on the similarities, not the differences. The similarities breed love, compassion, and unity. When you focus on the differences, that breeds hate, contempt, and judgment. Beautiful words, man. See, right to the point. Sometimes you don't got to say a lot, but when you say it, let it be lightning. And that's what that was. Carla, my friend, my sister, I love having you here on the show. Thank you for taking time. I know you're busy as get out, but you showed us a lot of love. We'd like to show you a ton of love right back with our heartfelt appreciation for your time. Sister, thank you for blessing us. To all of our audience, thank y'all for tuning in and checking this out. Spread this, share it, share it, share it. Guarantee it's going to change somebody's life out there. They need to hear this powerhouse, Carla. Carla, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. It's all about you.